Welcome to Marriage Mondays with the Kings. I'm Kenya. And I'm Shan. And, and we, we are, are the Kings. Kings. Happy Monday, you all. We hope and pray that you all had an amazing day and that you are excited and ready for tonight's show. I know that we are, but you know, we can't get started without thanking our sponsors. So first up, we have Christian Humor forward slash inspiration, which is a group that is designed to uplift inspire and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. So if you are into social media, please go and search them on Facebook at Christian Humor forward slash inspiration. Now, listen, if you are an organization or a business and you would like to be promoted during our show or um, on KRGN 98.5 FM, please give them a call at 254 254- Two one three one five eight eight, And so you know that we do not open up our show without going before the Lord. So we ask you all if you are safely able to do so, if you're by yourself, bow your head, if you're listening with someone, if you can grab their hands and join in with us. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you, dear God, saying thank you, dear God. Thank you for waking us up. Thank you for allowing us to see another day, dear God. Thank you for protecting us throughout this day, Heavenly Father. We give you all glory, honor, and praise, dear God. Dear God, we thank you for everything that you have done in our lives, Heavenly Father. We thank you for all that you are going to do. And we lift up those who are in need right now in the name of Jesus, dear God. We may not know every situation and circumstance, but you do, Heavenly Father. We ask that you would just stand in the gap, dear God. Continue to allow us to intercede, dear God, especially for those who are reaching out and requesting prayer to God. We ask that you would only move in their life like only you can, dear God, and you would have your way, dear God. And once they get through that season, dear God, that storm, Heavenly Father, we ask that they give you the glory, dear God. They give you the praise and the recognition for helping them through, Heavenly Father. We ask a special prayer for this show on tonight, dear God. It may be a topic that many are not used to being discussed, dear dear God, but we just ask that people have the heart and the ear to hear, dear God, that they would learn on tonight, dear God, that which you have them to learn as you speak through Kenya and I, that they would have the desire and the unction deep down in their spirit for change, dear God, for growth, Heavenly Father, to, to be stronger, dear God, spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally, dear God. Dear God, we ask that people do not listen with a judgmental or a deaf ear, dear God, but they listen because they are hungry and they want more of you, Heavenly Father. We ask a special prayer for Kingdom Revelation Gospel Network, dear God. Everyone who is on the airways representing the station, dear God, the words that go out, that it would be edifying to those who hear it, dear God, that people will desire change, dear God, and no longer negativity. We will not allow the enemy to have a foot, a pinky toe, dear God, in our lives, dear God. We ask that you will continue to just be the light upon our feet, dear God, and you will guide our paths, Heavenly Father. Dear God, we just ask that you will continue to use Kenya and I as you see fit, dear God, and that you will get all the glory, Heavenly Father, in what is said and what is done, dear God. We lift up our leaders to you around the world, dear God, that leaders will no longer do of themselves and their flesh, dear God, but that they will run to you. They will drop down to their knees. They would seek you like your words say in Matthew 6 and 33, dear God, so that way they can lead your people in every facet from the supervisor, the first line supervisor, all the way to the presidents and kings and and officials around the world, dear God. Thank you for all that you have done in our life and all that you are going to continue to do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. And our foundational scripture for the show is Matthew, the ninth chapter in the sixth verse, and it reads, so they are no longer two, 
but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. And so our motto for Marriage Mondays with the Kings is helping to build stronger marriages, which leads to stronger families and stronger communities. And our KRG and disclaimer views expressed on this show are those of the host, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This station holds no responsibility for the validity or accuracy of information on this show. And we just want to let you know, please keep in mind that although we are counseling professionals, the information shared on our show is for ministry educational purposes only. Also note that the topics discussed are reflective of supporters who contact us desiring to have a deeper knowledge of these topics. No information is shared on our show based upon our counseling experiences. Topics are for the encouragement of marriages, families, and communities as God desires for us to minister. And once again, we just want to thank everyone for being able to come and share this experience with us tonight to join us in tonight's topic. And so tonight we're going to really dive, dive deep into something that we wholeheartedly believe in. And we yes. want you to hopefully that you believe in it too, right. that you would take a part of what we're going to be talking about. And that topic is self-care. And we want to really bring this out tonight to help you to understand that self-care is not selfish. Once again, tonight's topic, self-care is not selfish. Unlearn that. Yes. So we are hoping and praying, like Kenya said, that mm -hmm. you would be willing to unlearn some things that's kind of helped you exist and function in life. And, you know, we do it because that's probably how we was taught directly or indirectly. Mm -hmm. However, let's just go ahead and get into tonight's show because there is a lot of revelation <laughs> that I received this week regarding this topic. Yeah, and I think for a lot of individuals that they may not understand exactly what self-care is. Mm -hmm. And it's it's right in the words itself. It's being able to take care of yourself, but on so many different levels. Right. So you have to take care of yourself from a spiritual aspect. What are you doing to kind of pour back into yourself mm -hmm. from a physical aspect? Sometimes we get uh, tired, we get weary, we need the rest. Yes, uh, also from a mental aspect, a lot of times we're thinking about a hundred things that's going on at work, uh, things that are going on with kids at school, people in college. It's just a lot that goes on and our body as a whole can get tired. So what are you doing to rejuvenate yourself? to refresh yourself, to take care, to make sure that you can keep moving forward right. and not break down. Right. And, and for me, if, if you guys have uh, been with us for any amount of time on Marriage Mondays to Kings, you know, I love analogies. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to throw them all out there right now, but I'm going to use a few in the course of this next hour or so and really break it down why it is you need to take part of self-care because it's not just about taking care of you. And I know my wife and I, we're going to really drive it home. It's not just about you, but we're really going to break that thing down to get you to understand why it's so important for you to invest in yourself and do self-care. Right. And then also keep it in mind this, and this is something, I mean, me and Kenya are not going to set up here and act like we don't have it, you know, that we have it all together because we do not. These are things that we have had to learn. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, what we don't realize is how when we fail to take care of ourselves, and and probably take care of ourselves, how it can bleed over into our marriage, mm -hmm. how it can bleed over into our family, if you have children and things like that. And we'll really explain and break that down. But what I've learned, and I would like for you all to know and learn, and we're going to bring scripture and everything on tonight. Like I'm telling you, y'all know we were raised under the church mm -hmm. and things that we have heard this week when it comes to self-care and reading the scriptures and things, it's like, oh my God, I've never seen it like that. Never been taught, never heard it like that. Mm -hmm. But what I want individuals off the bat to kind of understand is this. 
Self-care is not selfish. It is not selfish. Like our titles say, I want you to ask yourself this question because this is what I've been asking several people this week. Where did that idea come from? Mm, that's good. Where is that rooted from that if you take care of yourself and you're not continuously pouring into others that you're being selfish? Mm. Now, what I've learned is there is a difference between someone who is lacking in self-care and someone who is selfish. Y'all know when somebody's selfish. Mm -hmm. Let's just be honest. You know when they're all about self, they don't care what nobody else thinks. And then when somebody is running on E, because they're lacking in self-care. So please keep that in mind and ask yourself as we go throughout tonight's show, and it may not even come to you then. It may be as you sleep tonight, because mm -hmm. I know I process a lot at nighttime. It may be as you're saying, you know what? I was listening to the Kings and guess what? They was talking about blah, blah, blah. And you're having a discussion. I believe that God places these topics on our hearts for people to have a conversation, whether you agree with us or whether you do not, okay? So ask yourself, where did you learn that self-care is selfish? I mean, where did you learn? We can kind of, I know for myself, I mm -hmm. can think back, you know what I'm saying? But where did you learn that? And that's where the, you might need to unlearn that part comes in of tonight's title on the show. Yeah, definitely. And, and I'm just going to jump out there and, and let individuals know, self-care is very necessary. Yes, God. Uh, it was so necessary that Jesus realized that he had to do it. Come on. So I know some of y'all have been around for a while. Some of you that have not may have never heard this before, but we right. used to wear this bracelet when I was younger that said WWJD. What mm -hmm. would Jesus do? Mm -hmm. And if Jesus took time so that he can get away and take care of himself, and then if we are the children of God, his followers, Christ's light, right. then why are we not doing the same? Right, right, so right. Uh, I want to go here just really quickly. Uh, I want to go down to Luke, the fifth chapter, okay. and I'm going to jump down to the 12th verse. And this is when Jesus has cleansed a leper. And this is what it reads. And it says, and it happened when he was in a certain city that behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus and he fell on his face and implored him saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Mm -hmm. Then he put his hands and touched him saying, I'm willing be cleansed. Mm -hmm. Immediately the leprosy left him. And he charged him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and make offerings for your cleansing as a testimony to them, just as Moses commanded. Mm -hmm. However, the report went around concerning him all the more, and a great multitude came together to hear him and to be healed by him and their infirmities. And then the 16th verse says, so he himself often withdrew mm. into the wilderness and prayed. Mm. So that really lets me know that Jesus is doing a lot of work. Mm -hmm. He's healing the sick. He's, he's uh, helping the blind to see, the lame to walk. Raising that probably takes a lot out of him. And then when he realizes all the things that he's done, I'm doing my father's work, but now I got to have some time to myself. And the Bible even shows you where he often withdrew himself from the disciples so that he can go and pray. He can go and spend time with his father. He can go and get refreshed so that he can continue the mission. Now, I want to go out there and, and say it just like this. Okay. The only way that you're going to be able to help other individuals is if you take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Self-care is designed to ensure that you can continue to help other individuals. Right. I say this all the time in a lot of classes I give where I work at. You cannot pour 
from an empty cup. Yes. So my wife asked that question. Where did this idea that self-care is selfish come from? Mm -hmm. It's because the people want you to keep pouring into them and they don't want to pour into you. Mm -hmm. So when they start seeing you take care of yourself, then wait, hold on a minute. Why are you running out to the shop, getting your nails done and getting your hair done and getting massages and feeling good? Because you used to do that for me to make sure I was good. Now I'm not receiving anything. Mm, mm, mm. So now you're selfish. Right. right and in other right. words, that person is manipulating you. Mm. Anytime someone doesn't want you to take care of yourself so oh, you man. can continue to take care of them, that's manipulation. Especially if you're married. Especially if you're married. <laughs> Come and, on. and so we will speak to the, the husbands, the wives. Y'all mm -hmm. are supposed to be doing self-care sometimes together. But right, guess right, what? Right. Everybody needs to withdraw sometimes and go do their own thing. Mm -hmm. My wife will go with some of her friends. They go down to San Marcos, Round Rock. They'll go shopping. They'll go get some dinner. I got some of my buddies that will go hang out and catch a, uh, a game or something at a bar. We end up at the range. I got some I go hunting and fishing with. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs that time away so that they can refresh themselves. Because look at what I just said. It's very vital for you to do self-care so that you ensure that you take care of somebody else. Mm. When I am allowed by my spouse to take care of me, I can better take care of her. Hold on, better, baby. Hold on, mm -mm. baby. Don't rush through that. Don't uh, rush uh, that. I know you like Say that Say that one yeah. more time. When I'm allowed to be able to take care of me, I can better take care of my spouse. I didn't want nobody to miss and it. My children, right, right, and right. other individuals that I'm around. When I need to help another individual, because I can't do that if I'm burnt out and wore down. Right. So that's why it's very important for us to do self care. And I don't care if you're married, if you're single, yes. if you're single and you're dating somebody, y'all need some time to do self care. Right. And right. only thing you have to do, if you want to start real easy, take about thirty minutes of your day, and just do something that you enjoy doing for yourself and mm -hmm, by yourself. Mm -hmm. And then as you move forward, incorporate that maybe as an activity. My wife and I would do some things together sometimes. Right. Sometimes we'll do yard work. Now you may be like, wait a minute, wait, hold up, time <laughs> out. That's work. That ain't self-care. But for some people it is. You're right. It's being, being active. out in the yard, yeah. the earth, pulling up weeds. I, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Doing Very something connected. together. Mm -hmm. So please take that time, do some self-care. Your mind needs it. Your body needs it. Other right. people are depending on you to take care of yourself so that you can pour into them in a healthy way. In a healthy way. That's mm -hmm. very important. And I kind of wanted to go back to what you were speaking about when you was talking about Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, y'all will hear me say the book of the Bible. I don't give the verse. And I'm going to tell you why I don't do that because what I found out growing up is a lot of people will, yeah, they'll, you have to do 2 Timothy 2 and 15. You mm -hmm. got to go and study the word of God for yourself. Mm -hmm. And what's happening is we are not often doing that. And so get you, when you listen to the Kings, have a notepad out for your aha moments. So you can go back when you spending mm -hmm. time with God, when you're studying the word, you can go back and read that thing. Right. And so how you were talking about Jesus. This is how I like to say it. People laugh when I say it, but Jesus kicked it with his homeboys, the disciples. Yeah, he did. did. They mm -hmm. was doing a lot of things. They was doing a lot of work or whatever. We know someone was crooked. They turned on them in the end. You know what I'm saying? Judas and whatnot. But there were several times in the New Testament mm -hmm. where Jesus would say, hold on, I need y'all to chill. Now I'm trying to give it the 2023 version. I need y'all to chill over here on this side of the light. Because I need to go over here. Just mm -hmm. what Kenya was saying. He read it. And so look at how many times Jesus actually spent time to himself. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm trying to figure out, baby, maybe you can help me understand. We're in the world, and I believe this is nothing but the enemy, that it creeped in, that we had... Uh, 
all these little catchy cliches and I was a part of it. So I'm not judging anybody. Mm -hmm. And I had to stop myself because I was burning myself out because when you don't have self-care, it leads to burnout. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so it was like team, no sleep. If you want to be a business owner, then, you know, you stay up all night and you don't get no sleep. You work while others are sleeping. Mm -hmm. Where does this foolishness come from? Cause it wasn't in the scriptures. I mean, did you see it in the nope. scripture? I, I ain't acting like I know all the Bible, mm -mm. but I didn't see that in the scriptures. So where did that come from? So here you are doing 16 and 18 hours. Guess what? Let's tell the people and educate the people. Mm -hmm. We have two businesses mm -hmm. and it ain't no way on God's green earth that I'm up or he is up until two o'clock in the morning talking about some team, no sleep. Where did that creep in? Because that is not the word of God. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I just kind of wanted to kind of bring that thing right there because we, we really need to get into the word and really exergy the text. I don't care if you go to Google. Sometimes that could be dangerous. Don't go to YouTube. Don't be looking on social media trying to get everybody's opinion of what they think about the scripture. Say, you spend time with God. So that way you're not sitting up here, whoever you are, getting mad at the pastor because, oh, a pastor said this two or three years ago. But when I read it, mm -hmm. that ain't even what the word of God say. Well, you should have been doing a second Timothy 2 and 15 and not just take because a real pastor, this is how our bishop was. Mm -hmm. He would tell us, don't just take. Take my what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Don't take my word for you. Write it down. Mm -hmm. You have your notes and you go and study for yourself. That's yep. what, in my opinion, a real pastor would say, mm -hmm. you know. So anywho, let me get off of that. No, <laughs> I, I think that's really important because individuals have to understand when it comes to self-care. Um, it, it's just going back to what I just said. You got to be ready, willing and able at that particular point to right. do something for yourself because somebody else may be dependent on you. Yes. So when you just saw that Jesus did that for that person um, that had leprosy, mm -hmm. he had to withdraw away to the wilderness. Then right. he came right back and he was dealing with someone who was crippled. Right. Right. So right, he, right. he's doing a lot of work. He goes and takes care of himself. He's going to come back and do some more work again. Mm. So you get a lot of individuals that the only thing that they want you to do is to bless them in a way mm. to keep them running out there and Preach keep them it. up but then when you get wore down they ain't nowhere to be found so Jesus. the idea that that really self-care is selfish really probably generated from other individuals that realize oh this person ain't doing this for me no more they all so about themselves mm. no mm. you got to stop and take care of yourself and let me give you guys a good example here okay. comes my analogies okay. right now okay I know a lot of individuals that have cars. Mm -hmm. I bet you don't let your gas can go dry. Right. Because that car got to take you somewhere. Mm. You got to be able to do self-care so you can take yourself and somebody else somewhere. Come on. See, I'm one of those individuals when I ride in a car with somebody, I'm minding my own business, listening to whatever radio station that they're doing. Uh, I don't really care about speed that much because I've been in Germany and I done did 150 miles an oh, hour. But one thing I will pay attention to is if some check engine light starts coming on, then Let's I watch that gas needle. <laughs> Because I'm not trying to be stuck nowhere Come on. out depending on anyone else. My God. When you run out of gas, whoever is depending on you runs out of gas as well. Come on. And in the day that we were living Jesus. in right now, see, back in the day, you run out of gas, somebody would come down the road. They got a gas can in the back of the truck. That's true. No, I'm going to go ahead and put this in here so you can get down the road to the gas station. You ain't even got to pay me no money. Right. Now right. you run out of gas, you may not make it back home. Because mm -hmm. people going to drive past you like you ain't even sitting there. That's it. So yeah. you got to learn how to take care of yourself. Now, I'm going to say this one other thing, then I'm going to pass this thing over uh, to my wife. Okay. She said it earlier. How do we know what is the difference between self-care and being selfish? Mm. 
And how did that all come about? We talked about how it came about in a sense, but let me tell you the difference. Right. Self-care and selfishness both have two different motives. Okay. It's in the words themselves. See, in self-care, it's the love of oneself. Mm -hmm. And what that does is that helps add to you and help multiply somebody else, Mm -hmm. right? When you talk about being selfishness, that only has to deal with one person. Mm -hmm. And what that does, it shows that that person has a fear because they are lacking something. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing something for yourself and that person like, wait, 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 why are you doing that? It's because they ain't got a chance to do it. Or they can't do that. Or you ain't doing nothing for them. They lack somebody doing something for them that they can't do or won't do for themselves. Mm -hmm. Then it also does this. Anytime you're being selfish, that really subtracts from you and it divides the people that you're around. My God. So that's just a little math lesson. And my wife will tell you, I can't stand math. (laughs) But once again, self-care multiplies and adds. Selfishness will always subtract and divide. Mm. And uh, we talked about this a lot of times on the show before. Jesus will always multiply and add. The enemy will always subtract and divide to take away from you. So understand this. Do you want to be on the side of self-care with Jesus? Or do you want to be over there with the enemy where you're being selfish? Mm, mm, mm. And you know, so kind of going back to what the question that was asked, where did you get this from? To where it's like, oh, if I take care of myself, I'm being selfish. Mm -hmm. Where did that idea come? So right now, what I want to do is I want to talk to the people who were raised in the church. Uh Uh-oh. I want to speak to the people who was raised under the church. (laughs) And when I say the church, I'm talking about in the building. Okay. Now, kind of keep in your mind. Now, Kenya and I, background is Baptist. We was raised in the Baptist church. Okay. No knock, no judgment. And I'm not trying to talk about different um, um, denominations. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to talk about any particular or any pastors. And that's just how they do. No, No. because it can go across all denominations, mm-hmm. right? It's what just I'm about, about to people. Say. It's it, about it people. It is. It's about people. I ain't even heard what she said. And I already know where she's going. <laughs> but the thing is, one of the things that we have often heard, put yourself, not the grown you, not the one with the title, you a bishop, prelate, and all these other kind of titles, reverend, minister, pastor, but put your mind back when you were a child. Mm-hmm. What did you hear in the church most often growing up? I heard two things. That what you sow, you shall reap. Mm-hmm. And do unto others as you will have them do unto you. Okay? I'm going somewhere with this. So a lot of times, what I'm finding is our generation. And when I say our generation, let me just say it like this. I would say right now, those who are about 36 years old and up, 36-year-olds and up that are listening, we translated this potentially as kids Mm -hmm. that God is going to bless us more. The more that we are sowing into others. And some pastors have said this, the more that we are giving and pouring and things like that. And what has happened is we give on an empty cup Mm. because we have always been taught that uh well, if you ain't re- if you ain't uh reap yet what you've been sowing, don't don't lose your faith, you know, cause God is, and this is a ha ha and the hoop line. What do we call that? The hooping, the hooping. Mm-hmm. You know, cause God. Wait a minute, partner, hold up, swell up. 
Let's go back to this word of God. <laughs> Guess what? I'm doing all this pouring and I'm doing all this sowing. And this is where a lot of us who are 36 years and up are actually thinking, if you be honest with yourself, mm -hmm. when am I going to reap that in which I've sown? I've been sowing all my life. And so that leads to, um, <laughs> that leads to health issues. Because I've been asking yeah. this question, mm -hmm. why are there so many people that are having strokes, heart attacks, many strokes and dying at a young age? And yep. if you can think about probably in the last five to 10 years, how many people, you know, that have died of heart issues, they stroke, whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. because you are pouring from an empty cup. Now, what I don't understand is this, and I'm looking down because I wrote this down is even God rested on the seventh day. Oh, boy, that's a good one. That's right off the bat. Even God rested. If you go to the book of Genesis, and I'm not going to give you the scripture because I want you to exegete the text yourself. God rested on the seventh day. And what it said was God rested on the seventh day from all. Listen to what I'm saying here. This is scripture in Genesis. Find mm -hmm. it for yourself. God rested on the seventh day from all of the work that he had done. Mm -hmm. For six days, God wor uh, worked. For on the seventh day, he chilled. Yep. <laughs> so why are we not resting? One of the things that I can share with you kind of from how I believe and being in the medical field for the many years that I've been in the medical field is that. A lot of us are walking around with sickness because we are exhausting ourselves. Mm. I remember there was a period when I worked in patient care that it seemed like all the patients that were coming in was suffering from bleeding ulcers is what it boiled down to. Oh, I think it's heartburn. Oh, I think I'm having a heart attack. And then when the MRIs was done and they went to gastroenterology, so the GI clinic, it was bleeding ulcers. And I never understood why, because you are overworking the body that God designed to rest. Mm. So at night, you tossing and turning, you can't sleep. Your mind is running a thousand miles an hour. You don't have that peace that surpasses all understanding like the word of God says, because you're not allowing your body to rest. Our bodies, I believe, is designed by God to heal themselves mm. when we rest. Yes. Think about when you're sick. Okay, then you, oh, uh, baby, because I used to be this person. Ask him. And he, he was too. Uh, baby, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm lazy if I am laying here trying to get well. How foolish does that sound? Mm -hmm. And so what we don't understand is when we don't allow our body to rest, again, this can bleed over into our marriage and it could bleed over with our children. How? Why do you say that, Shan? Because when your body is being overworked, think about what my husband was saying about that vehicle. All the doggone check engine lights is on and you riding as a passenger in somebody's car. Like, don't you think you want to get that checked out? Isn't that the ding, ding, ding talking about that the gas light is low yep. and you just driving past gas stations? We riding on fumes. Mm -hmm. That's the same way your body is. And guess what? When your body start failing you, who have to take care of you? Your spouse. If you don't have a spouse, yep. your children, if you don't have spouse and children, who going to take care of you? <laughs> so keep that in mind. God has designed for our bodies to rest. I remember a time and I ain't going to date myself because we young, we young. But I remember a time when we were younger 
everything was closed on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing might have been open was a few gas stations. I don't even think for most parts, depending on where you was, a grocery store was yeah. open. Mm -hmm. You better get what you need Monday through Saturday. It did two things. It allowed you to rest and then it allowed you to be with your family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the world has gotten so money hungry. Sundays don't mean nothing anymore. Nah. So I'm going to give it some pause and I'm going to let Mr. King pick it on up because I got some more. No, that's good. <laughs> and, you know, when, when it comes down to self-care, uh, we, we always use this great example. We keep using Jesus. Now, I want to really tug at some people's heart right now. Mm, I want you okay. to really be able to understand what I'm about to say. Okay. Sometimes you can't do self-care by yourself. Mm, Sometimes okay. you need to let somebody else do something for you. Mm -hmm. Even mm. Jesus told his disciples, I need something to eat. Wow. Even Jesus had to sit back at times and he cried. Jesus had to ask for water. See, most of y'all won't do self-care because you're afraid to ask for it. Because mm. you already know sometimes the people around you are not going to give it to you. My God. You know, that boss needs you every day on the job. And as long as you keep everything running, you good. But the minute you need something, can't nobody be found. Mm. And then I want to go ahead and take this to the church. Let's My go. wife said it earlier. We ain't trying to dime nobody out. This ain't just about Baptist and Methodist and CME and all the AME. It's everything. See, this is a good sign that maybe you need to take a good look at yourself in church and get some self-care. Mm. It, it ain't fair that the pastor can get up and say he tired and go on vacation, but because you're a lay person, you got to be there at church. Teach. I'm going to let that one sit for a minute. Mm. If the pastor can get tired of giving the word and working, you can get tired too. If God made the world in seven days and he realized he had the rest, you ain't as powerful as God. God. You got to get you some rest. Mm. Don't let individuals talk you into the point where you're doing so much work in the church that they got to work to put you in a grave. You work yourself into a grave for individuals. And that ain't just church. That's on your job. Come that's on, doing somebody. stuff for your kids. My God. Stop and take care of yourself. Right, right, right. I, I, I just got to say it like this. Please. We work too hard in these United States of America for everything that we get to not be able to live. My God. Mm. See, self-care allows you to live a little. It allows right. you to put your hair down, put it in the wind, ride a motorcycle, ride a horse, go for a jog, do something where you break away from the hustle and bustle. Because mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now, I heard this before and I had one of my own bosses tell me this. Kenya, we love your work ethic, but we're going to need you to bring that down a little bit. Because just as well as you do this job right now, if something happened to you tomorrow, they would have a, uh, what do they call that? They would have your job announcement in, in the paper by they the end sure of the week. Will. They I know that for a fact. You pass away like a flower in the wind. Mm -hmm. Take care of yourself so that you can continue to do things at a greater level for more people so that you right. can touch more lives. We need to really get that input in our, in our heads, down into our hearts and in our spirit that self-care is not selfish right, right right individuals that don't want you to do that that's selfish right right and you know i was sitting up thinking about this as you were talking as you were speaking why are and this is a question we have go on our social media go to our website marriagemanswithkings.com and hit the contact us tab. i really want to know why are more churches not teaching self-care mm. why are more churches not teaching to rest why are more ch churches not teaching you go and you support your child at their game? You mm. know, why is it no, we need you to be here? And it's not so much we need a lot of churches. Let's keep it a buck. God is laying this on my heart mm -hmm. and I'm going to say it. You take that up with the Lord in prayer. Don't say, don't, don't come for me. Okay. Yeah. Just pray for me. <laughs> Look, he said, yeah, yeah, don't come for me. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, 
Why are a lot of people in churches manipulating or making people feel that you have to do this and you're not doing it for me, you're doing it for God? But it's contradictory to God's word, mm -hmm. okay? Because my question with my smart self, and I'm not trying to be smart, I'm just very inquisitive. I've been that way my whole life. Where is it in the scripture? Mm. That's what I want to know. This is what I've been asking people. I'm not challenging. I'm not going to argue with you about the word of God. Show me in the scripture, baby, because the word of God is cash money to me. That's what's of value, not what you feel, because you're trying to manipulate me with God's word. Mm -hmm. However, there is a ministry that's list listed. It's right here on the print behind us. Okay. It's yeah. right here. And I'm not going to say the name, but it is the symbol is right behind us to where I've heard from the parishioners of that church, and this may be a teachable moment for other leaders in the church. Why you wonder why people not coming back in the building? They've been worked like a rapid mule. Nobody is teaching the foundation of marriage. Nobody is teaching how to build your family, how to be a wife in the church, how to be a husband in the church, and self-care. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because if the people take care of themselves, they take care of their families, and this is a job principle too. Mm -hmm. Keep this in mind. You take care of yourself. You allow people because I remember we was in leadership, whether it been in the military or in the civilian world as supervisors. When you allow your employees to go and take care of the business that they need to about their family, mm -hmm. you telling me, God forbid, my husband's sick, but I can't go to the hospital to see him. You crazy. I'm walking off this job. Okay. Mm -hmm. I quit effective immediately because my husband come first. God going to handle that. Now I ain't telling nobody to walk off their job. I'm just telling you what Shan would do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because this man comes first. This is my king and the priest of my home. All right. So you tell the people this. If you, what I learned from him, <laughs> because he was a, a NCO, a supervisor in the military, and I was coming up through the ranks. I learned from my husband, when you take care of your people, they will take care of you. Mm -hmm. So whether you are an employee, whether you are a pastor or whatever the case may be. Now, going back to what I was saying about this church that's listed, <laughs> that the symbol is right behind us, every fifth Sunday of the month, they will not have church. This is what the parishioners told me. The pastor and the, the first lady or the lady of the church, um, his wife would say, go and spend time with your family. Mm -hmm. How many pastors do that? How many pastors say, go and spend time with your family? If you don't have family, go and link up and we could be family or go and take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. A lot of pastors don't do that. So we need to get back to this. So I am asking, I am pleading and begging for the leaders of the church. Let's get back to the word of God and let's teach the principles of taking care of yourself mm -hmm. and taking care of your Jerusalem. Trust and believe when you have that principle and you have faith, man and woman of God, because see, we, a lot of times, uh oh, I'm going here. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we are told to have faith. If I go to pastor and say, pastor, I've been sowing and reaping ever since I was 18 years old to join the army. I've been mm -hmm. sowing ever since I've been pouring into others. I've been giving of myself, even though I'm running on empty. When am I going to reap pastor? Mm -hmm. This is the questions that a lot of people our age is asking. They suffering and going through. When am I going to reap? I'm, I'm seeing others reaping and maybe they're manipulating to get it. But when am I going to reap? And the pastor's response is, your faith is low. Oh, well, you, the reason why you're not reaping because you don't have enough faith in God, that's a slap in the face. Mm -hmm. 
why can't we just say people are greedy out here? People are manipulating you and they're using you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Let's be real with the people. That's why people don't like Kenyan Shantra King, because we're gonna keep it real and say what well, thus says the Lord. Yeah. And, and you know, she she has a point there. Now I'm gonna flip this thing. Um self-care. Okay. It's time for some self-accountability. Oh, now we can call it, we can throw out their stuff at the pastors, we can throw out stuff at our bosses Come and anybody on. else that doesn't Let's like us it. doing self-care. But when it all comes down to it, it's a choice. That part are you gonna make the choice? To take care of yourself. My God. See, I, I done I done made up my mind. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm fairly fit. There have been times where I work like a dog, but my wife is gonna stop me and say, uh, uh, time to go take a trip. Right. Go call your buddy, <laughs> go hunt, call your mama up, go fishing. Do we need to get away and go somewhere? Yeah. But sometimes I gotta hold myself accountable. And sometimes God does it for me. Let mm-hmm. me show you how that works. Come on. My wife is gonna shake her head here in a minute. I uh, think it was a weekend or two ago. I got up just like I do every Saturday morning. I'm going to be cleaning up. I may do breakfast. I got some stuff I may want to do with the car. Uh, I may cut the grass or whatever. But I did a few things and I messed around and laid on the floor. Sure and did. it was four o'clock when I got up. Yep. And I let him sleep. See, sometimes God has to lay you down yourself. Come on. Because you're refusing to do that so that you can keep going for other individuals. Sometimes it has to be that spouse. You need to listen to him, baby. It looks like you're tired. Don't take that as somebody trying to control you or something like that. Sit your butt down somewhere so that you can live. Yes. Because if you keep running 100 miles a minute, hey, we only got so many miles on our lives and nobody knows when that day is going to come. So you got to take care of yourself and enjoy yourself while you can. Yes. That accountability thing has to be important in your life. It has to be important for you Mm -hmm. to make yourself accountable to say, if Jesus can take a day off, if God can take a day off, I need to take a day as well. Mm-hmm. I need to take care of myself so that I can continue to move forward. My God. The next thing that I want to throw out there is that self-care ain't just about going shopping. Yes. It ain't just about <laughs> running a few miles, climbing up a cliff or doing something, riding horses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes self-care is all about you stopping for a minute, taking some time out, and you need to pray like Jesus did. My God. Best form of self-care, taking some time, get away with everybody, spend some time with your father. Yes. Let him pour back into yes, you. Yes, Mm-hmm. The next thing is you need rest. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just ain't got to do nothing. Lay on the couch and lay there. Right. Let your body rejuvenate itself. Mm-hmm. Then let's take a look at exercise and self-care by doing self-control. My God. Now, mm-hmm. I understand. Sometimes we need to let our hair down a little bit. Uh, you ain't got to go out there and drink the whole bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. But a little mm-hmm. sip ain't going to hurt you because I'm going to be the one out there to tell you. I don't remember nothing in the Bible that say where well, you shouldn't drink. It just says you shouldn't get drunk. Right. Now, that's where you have to hold yourself accountable to know what you can handle and what you can't. Come on. Some of us will start off with a medicine dropper, and before you know, we got an IV hooked up with, mm. the, with the E&J and the Irk and Jerk and all that mm. stuff. Doing the most. Self-control is a form of self-care. Right. You don't have to go out there and splurge at the buffet, get you a salad, and enjoy it and sit down somewhere. Right. Don't right, try to right. eat. Um, What's the place we used to go? Uh, Golden Corral. Mm-hmm. Don't try to eat them out of eat business. The whole buffet. Self-control. <laughs> right. And then I did say this a little earlier, but sometimes we just need to exercise. Mm-hmm. Sometimes our self-care may be laying in that bed too much when we really need to get up and walk. Right. Get up and run. Get on a treadmill. Walk around your house. Leave the riding lawnmower alone for a minute and more a couple of sections by pushing a mower or something mm-hmm. of that nature. Mm-hmm. Doing something strenuous really gets your heart rate uh, going. Right. Helps your blood flow. That brings life back into your system. Mm. 
Some of us, that self-care is just, well, I'm just going to lay here all day, two or three days, close the blinds up. It's going to be dark. No, let some light into your life. Mm. Those are the things we have to do. So it's accountability, self-accountability, but make it a variety of things. Don't let it just be in one thing. Your body is an organism made up of a hundred different thousand things. Right. Try to take care of everything in that aspect. Your mind, your body, your soul, spirit, the whole nine yards, yes. your mental health. Yes, Quit thinking not. about everything and overthinking everything. Mm-hmm. Take a minute to just say, I ain't going to think about nothing. I'm just going to let be what it is. It right, is what right, it right, is. Right, right, right. Let your mind rest. That was one of my biggest problems that I had when I came out of the military. And I will admit, I still have issues with it. Mm-hmm. I will come home from work and I'm thinking about the next day. Mm-hmm. I'm planning in my head. I'm going to bed. I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm thinking about the thing, the mission I got to do the next day. You got to let your mind rest because your mind is what controls your body. Come on. Your Come mind on. goes, everything else goes behind it. You know what yes. they say? Wherever the head goes, the body follows. Right. If your mind goes, the body's going to follow right along with it. That is so true. And so one of the things that I wanted to speak about, kind of going back to uh, what we were saying, um, those who know the scriptures, those who know the word of God, and I'm not talking about Bible scholars, but you know a little bit to get you through, you mm-hmm. know, as the old folks used to say. So I want to shout out Lady She. Um, she has a podcast called Hot Mike with Lady mm-hmm. She. So I was just talking to Kenya about this. You know, I think I talked to her yesterday. I was like, oh my God, this was so mind-blowing. Something she shared with me where she was on with some amazing women. And I'm sure she don't mind me sharing this or whatever. I'm going to, you know, tell her. <laughs> we shared it or whatever. Might even send it to her. Anywho, um, how Mike with Lady She. But Lady She, what she was sharing with me is that how she listened to a group of ladies. And these group of ladies was talking about how they be running and running mm-hmm. and running. Now I'm so busy. I'm business owner. I'm this. I do this at work. I do this in the community. I do this in the church. And she's listening to all these ladies talking about how they're so busy that they cannot rest. Mm-hmm. They're so busy that they they can't even think about self-care mm-hmm. because they got so many irons in the fire. And I know people think it's cute because remember that when we had Beauty is My Business mm-hmm. and Colleen, everybody was talking, I got to have seven streams of income. What? Like... Anyway, these cliches going to lead us to our death. I'm trying to tell you, I promise you, I see why people are going to end up receiving the mark of the beast because you listening to the world, but I digress. Anywho, so she said, she said, she was like, excuse me, can I say something? And they was like, yes. And she said, well, the word of God says, and I, and she she's right, it's in Psalms. I'm not going to give you the scripture. Go and read it for yourself. But the word of God speaks about how my cup runneth over. And she said, we are supposed to be given from the overflow. Somebody going to catch that. Come on, mm-hmm. let's preach for a minute. We are supposed to be giving to others from the overflow. So when God has filled our cup and it's overflowing, then that's when you sow into others. But what we are doing, and I still don't know where this creeped in at where this got twisted when it come to word of God, because I even believed it is that, oh no, I got to give everything I got to the point of exhaustion. And my husband can tell you there were times my body was shut down and mm-hmm. I could not walk because, and I had to go get torn all shots and all these things. Cause I was given up to the church. I was given to my job. When I worked at the VA, I was given, just giving, giving, giving somebody needed. It's like, I had to go save them until my professor asked me, when are you going to take the cape off? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you are not giving, this is what she told them. How are you giving to others? When you own empty, Ooh, when your good. cup is empty, what are you giving mm-hmm. them dust? 
that thing was so powerful to me when I, I promised to God, I told her, you about to make me run around shouting in this Sam's parking lot because that taught me. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes we are giving dust. Oh, that's what we're giving. Not dust. It's not beneficial. Mm. We know what dust can do. Dust get in our lungs, enough of it. It causes all kinds of stuff, inflammation. You get sick. We are not giving of our healthy selves, as Kenya was saying mm -hmm. earlier, from the overflow. We think in the mind, oh, somebody's struggling. The first thing I'm going to do is even if I can't afford because all I got is $20 in the bank, I'm going to go take that $20 and give it. Did you see God first? That's how God stopped me. Matthew 6 and 33, seek ye first. Did you see God? You pray and ask God what he wanted you to do because maybe God's trying to teach that person a lesson. Mm -hmm. But you giving of your dust and you wonder why you in debt. Woo. Mm, that's a good one. That just that, preached that, to me. That's got to be a snippet right Come there. Come on. Mm. You giving of yourself and you wondering why you are always in debt. But in your mind, you saying, well, the word God says that what you sow, you shall reap. And because you're too worried about trying to reap it, so you're making sure you sow. Oh, that's another one. Oh, come one on. Step mm. number two. So keep that in mind. We have to seek God. God taught me that. I was this person. Ask my husband. I was the person that got mad when I let people borrow money, ain't even talk to my husband, and then they ain't give it back. And so I'm messing with my self-care because all I'm thinking about is big mad why these people ain't paid me my money back like their mouth said that they would. Mm -hmm. Until God said, but did I tell you to give it? Mm. Did I tell you to give it? So quit giving dust to everybody else and calling it God. Yeah, that's good. That is good. And, you you know, I'm just got to speak on that because that was Come a powerful on, thing there. Come on, that was you know, a word right let, there. Let's just go ahead and take this thing home. Mm. Um, that dust, it, it shows up in a lot of different ways. Come on. You know, that dust shows up that you're putting everything that you got in the work, but you ain't got none time for your family. Giving your family that dust, mm -hmm. you know, and, and don't get me wrong. You can go the same way. You've been going at work for so long that you're so tired that you ain't getting the same productivity level that you had before mm -hmm. because you're tired of worn out. Come on. They're using you like a rapid mule. That's it. <laughs> and so we want to be able to give people water. There's life in water. Jesus. We don't want to give nobody dust. Can you imagine you going on a hike, a 12 mile road march? You know, that's military for me. Mm -hmm. And you done completed that road march. And then at the end of the finish line, you're expecting somebody to give you some water. And then they give you a jar that's got dirt and dust in it. Mm, See, can you inhale that? God mm. will never do that for you. And Come so on. when you go to Jeremiah, I'm going to get like my wife. I Come ain't going to tell you where it's at. You go and Just find go to this. Jeremiah. But it says, I know the plans that I have yes, for you. God. Come on, declares sir. Lord plans for a welfare plans to prosper you yes God. plans for good and not evil my God to give you future and a hope for I know the thoughts that I think towards you said the Lord thoughts of peace and not evil to mm -hmm. give you an expected end mm -hmm. I want y'all to pay attention to that come on I don't know if this commentary may fit with Bible scholars, mm. but when God wants you to get to an expected end, there's something that's good there. My God. Some people's expected end is that, well, I don't know where I'm going to go. I, I done worked myself to death, and now I'm sitting up here dying of this heart attack, this stroke, mm. this cancer, because mm. I didn't take care of myself. Mm. Can you get to an expected end? What is your expectation of God to do for you in your life because you're taking care of yourself My God. so that you can help other people. Mm. He wants to give you that prosperous lifestyle. He wants you to have that expected end. Mm. Not that thing, well, whoa, we didn't expect that. No, I, I got expectancy for God in my heart. Mm. The things that I've done, I'm not doing it because I want to get something. I'm doing it because God instilled that in me to help take care of other people. Mm. But in order to do that, I got to help myself. Yes.
Hey, I've never seen a candle relight itself. Once it burns out, ain't no light to shine. Right. You got to have somebody else click that thing for you and get another candle, another wick. Mm-hmm. We got to start realizing when our wick starts to burn low. My God. Let's get in some deeper wax. Put another wick in there. Now my light can shine even brighter yes, because God. I don't burn out. Jesus. See, we run around and we treat our lives like batteries, mm-hmm. like a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll turn it on. We'll forget to turn it off. The remote control. Wait, when's the last time you changed batteries in? I don't know. And then when you're sitting there doing like that because you can't control the TV, then you're mad. You start banging on it and doing all that mm-hmm. stuff. We do the same thing with our bodies. Mm-hmm. We wear ourselves out. Then when we get a pain, we up there doing all this stuff when your body's trying to tell you sat down somewhere as a, as a wiser folks used right. to say, get somewhere and sat down, get somewhere and sat down. Mm-hmm. We need to start paying attention to not just the words that people say, my God, not just the actions and, and the things that we feel mm-hmm. all the time, but sometimes we need to pay attention to what our body is saying. Yes. To us. It gives you signals and we ignore it. It gives purposely. it. It gives it. Mm. And so for me, I'd rather take some time out and do some self-care where I can sit on my couch than to be forced to do self-care and be in the back of an ambulance, be in a mm. hospital somewhere, be in the nursing home. Right. We oh, have God. to start taking care of our bodies because I heard somebody say this once. I don't know how true it is. You only get one. God only gave us one. Only gave us one mm-hmm. and you got to take care of it. Right, right. And so I was sitting up here thinking about this because I, it's like I could just feel somebody saying this. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm in a marriage and I give, but my spouse doesn't. Uh-oh. All they do is receive. All they do is get mad because they I'm giving all I can, but they feel they telling me that I'm not doing enough. Now I'm gonna say this, it's gonna hurt a little bit, but just go ahead and swallow it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I ain't gonna say all I wanted to say, but you might have to swallow this horse pill. Is it a possibility that you knew your spouse was selfish before you married Ooh. them? That's good. Red flag. Is that a possibility? Mm-hmm. It was a red flag that you ignored. So is it a possibility, number two, that your spouse, and we're we're not trying to break up no divorce because Mm -hmm. if you're the selfish one, y'all might need to go on and get some counseling, okay? Mm -hmm. Go on into counseling, uh, pray, take it to the Lord in prayer. But is it a possibility that your spouse married you because of all that you do for them, okay? Number three, is it a spouse that your, is it possibility, number three, that your spouse just pretty much kind of substitute you as their parent? Mm, because mama took care of me that's deep daddy took care of me Mm. like this so this is what i expect with you and the only addition to it is you didn't grow a family with them and you have sex (laughs) anybody trying to hear that so so that leads me to this getting back to the question where did we learn this from what i found out in our generation and me and Kenya had this conversation on date night last friday but what i what i found out from our generation is that Self-care was never mirrored for us. Yes. Mm -hmm. Only thing that we learned by watching our parents or whoever our guardian was is how they worked themselves to death. Mm -hmm. How most of us was latchkey kids. Mm-hmm. You know what that is. You get off the bus, you go in the house, you fix your snack, you do your homework. If mom and daddy worked through the night, you might have been seven, eight years old. But if mom and daddy worked through the night, mm. then you was taking care of yourself. But all you seen is that's what I'm supposed to do. This is why our yeah. generation have issues while we think that self-care is selfish. Mm-hmm. Because you've been taught inadvertently to work yourself to death. You've been taught inadvertently to give to others more than of yourself. Who that you know in your family 
let's just be honest. Now, we ain't trying to get mad at the old folks. They did what they had to do in their generation. Mm -hmm. We are only bringing this forth because guess what? A change has to come. Yeah. And, and so it needs to start with us as we talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. So that way our children can work on it. I can't stand when somebody come to visit our house and just because they're in a different generation or whatever the case may be, or they come around us and we chilling. Oh, that's lazy. Because guess what? We said of the next generation, mm -hmm. our generation before, oh, you just being lazy. No, that's called self-care. That's it. If I don't want to do nothing today, guess what? I'm not going to do it because the day that I be doing what I'm doing, I'll be working my behind off. Mm -hmm. I do a Colossians 3 and 23 wholeheartedly unto God. I spit that out because that's one of my favorite scriptures. But a lot of us didn't have, a lot of us didn't see mama telling daddy, Go and get you some self-care. Yeah. A lot of us didn't see daddy telling mama, baby, you work so hard in this house. You take care of this house. Sit down. Mm -hmm. Because when my husband come in the house, he can tell when something ain't right. And he say, baby, he been work all day. <laughs> I work in the house. And when I say work in the house, I'm talking about business-wise, for our own business. He said, baby, I'm, I done ran you some bath water. <laughs> Go and lay down, get you some rest. I got dinner or whatever, because he know I will push myself for my family. Mm -hmm. Somebody needs to catch that. Yeah, that's good. Everybody's not giving and sowing into each other in their marriage. So for those of you, I encourage you, if this is you, where you constantly giving, baby, you need some self-care. Mm -hmm. And that's not being selfish, but you and your spouse, it would behoove you, as we used to say in the military, Get y'all's high parts into some counsel. No, that's good. And I might have to piggyback off that on, thing because she went right where I was going. Going mm. back to those spouses that are not giving to your spouse. Okay. Going over to Ephesians. I ain't going to read all of it for you. I ain't okay. going to give you the, the verse and everything. Check it out. Right. All right. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for, for it. it. How on. many of us are giving ourselves for our spouse? Oh, Jesus, right? my God. That he might sanctify mm. and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, yes. that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having a spot or a wrinkle yes. or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Mm. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. Yes. I have preached before. I'm going to come back into it right now. Come on, Pat. That's one reason why you're thinking that uh, self-care is selfish because you don't really love yourself, so you can't love your spouse. My God. You can't today. tell them to rest because you ain't resting. You ain't taking care of yourself. You don't look at them as your equal. So, no, I'm not going to pour into you. Mm. I just need you to keep pouring into me because I'm top dog, and that's what I need to keep doing. Mm. But you know what, baby? Mm. I mean, let me pause you just mm -hmm. real quick because I know you got some more. That leads to what we was talking about last week. Yes, definitely. That's why your spouse gets your leftovers. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something. It hurts. It hurts when you can sit up here and see your spouse do everything for everybody else, but do nothing for you. It hurts. Let me talk to the leaders in the church because mm -hmm. we've been in leadership position. I've taught the teens. So I know how they feel when they see mom and daddy, ha, sha, ba, 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 and you doing all this and you showing up for everybody else's child, but you're not showing up for them. Mm. Talk to some PKs about mm -hmm. it and see how they really feel. So keep that in mind. Why are you willing to do everything for everybody else outside of your home, which is not the word of God, because the word of God said take care of your home first before you try to take care of God's house. But I'm mm -hmm. going to say anything else. You got it backwards. And we wondering why we not reaping. 
Mm, that's a good one. And I'm just going to hit this last verse real quick, and then we're going to get ready to take this thing on home. Okay. But it says, for no man ever yet hated his own flesh, mm. but nourished it and cherished it, even as the Lord, the church. Now, we'll jump down to the very last one. For this call shall a man leave his father and his mother and join them to his wife, yes, and the two shall become one flesh. My God. I'm a true believer in that. Yes. I don't hate myself to the point where I'm going to put some, I'm not going to put no mark on me, but I'm going to put a mark on her. Mm. I love myself to the point where I recognize some things and she probably don't know that I did this, but there are times where we would cook mm -hmm. and I would put more on her plate and the kid's plate than I would on my plate. Right. Just for the simple fact that uh, I, I'm kind of small. I don't always need a whole bunch to keep me going, mm -hmm. but I want to make sure that they got, because I love myself enough that I can take away from me to make sure that they have Ooh. at a greater level Catch because it. that is a part of me. My God, I'm not going to sit up and eat all I can and then sit there and watch them get the leftovers. Mm -hmm. I need to be able to provide for myself at a point. Ooh. So the more that I give, the more they can get. Right. And I'm going to, I'm going to, Say this in the words of our of our uh, past pastors. Okay. Rest their soul. Yes. God this man broke this down one Wednesday night. He said a lot of people get all they can and then they sit on the can so nobody else can have anything. Mm. And we do that to ourselves when it comes to self-care. Right. We will get all that we can and sit on it and not do anything for ourselves. And sometimes won't do nothing for nobody else. Mm. Your overflow is not there for you. My God. It is for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And we all say this all the time. I know you've been in church. You probably heard it. Oh, God opened the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain. Let it rain. He ain't letting it rain for just the grass. He's letting it rain for the weeds too. Oh, I'm going to leave that one right See, there. See, a lot of people ain't caught that, mm -mm. Mr. King. That's they it. have not caught that. And so I want to share with the husbands, because my husband has said it before on previous show. If you know that you have a good wife, and this is vice versa, this yeah, is go for the wife, and you ways. know you have a good husband. This is the thing right here. Don't always think about yourself because there are some selfish wives out there and there are some selfish husbands out there. But when you pour and sow into your spouse, then you are definitely going to reap the benefit. Mm -hmm. The more that I supported this man in the military, the more he supported me in the military, we supported each other in school. Look, the kings are reaping the blessings of the Lord mm -hmm. because we poured into each other. Now, we wasn't always like that. We was always running for the job. In the military, you couldn't help it because, you know, in the army, they used to tell us we want you to have a family issue one. Mm -hmm. Some of y'all old school, y'all know that. But you poured into the job. You was pouring until what everybody else had going on in their households and whatever the case may be. You were always giving everybody else and your family got the leftovers. And you wonder why your family system is not strong as it should be. Those who are single, please take this into consideration. But we're going to go ahead and wrap up this show and have Mr. King read the thought of the week. Yep. And our thought of the week comes from Eleanor Brown, and it reads, rest and self-care are so important. When you take time to replenish your spirit, it allows you to service others from the overflow. You cannot serve from an empty vessel. And once again, that comes from Eleanor brown my god mm -hmm. so we hope and pray that y'all enjoy tonight's show as much as we enjoy god using us on tonight mm -hmm. we pray that you share this with others because you know a lot of people who are in a burnout stage right now and things can reverse you got to see god first so if you have any questions comments topics 
please contact us on our Marriage Mondays with the Kings website. If you want to listen to the show again, if you listen via radio and you want to watch it, go to our YouTube channel, Marriage Mondays with the Kings. We ask that you join us back next Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time if God says the same. And as always, keep it locked right here on KRGN 98.5 FM, The Rock.